0: From America, we're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. And welcome to Live From America, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the hat says. So that must be what time it is. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This is live from America. I am your ever so humble, ever so God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Some call me the hip-hop patriot because of my songs like Build the Wall, Rebirth of America, Drain the Swamp, Live Free or Die, One Race, and many, many more. I'd like to give live shout-outs to those who are watching and who listen to the podcast. We got Michael Brasco. He says, 2024 is a pipe dream without divine intervention. Well, as long as you believe, then I guess we'll get it, buddy. Denise Young, how you doing? Robert Tees said, "51st state is South Jersey." Craig Moore is in the building. Melissa Barlow, how you doing? Uh, Angie Gamboa, happy birthday to Donna. She says, "Happy birthday, Donna!" Whoever whoever's birthday that is. Bruce Anderson from the Panhandle of Florida. We got John Edwards from Champaign, Illinois. Kathy Oaks. We got Craig Moore. We got Donnie Qualey or Qualley. He says, hey, yo, Sharon Zabloski, good to see you. Texas is in the building. Thank you for joining in tonight. I appreciate it very much. We got, who else? We got Lori Ladderer from the Buckeye State of OHIO. Thomas Hammaker from Texas. Marilyn Fassel is in the show tonight. We got Randy Tinch, Sherry Zenker. Uh, Who else? Let's give a few more shout-outs here. Cecilia Young. She says, shout-out, please, from Texas. Cecilia, you get a shout-out because you're from the wonderful great state of Texas. Frank Weeks from Kansas. Good to see you, Frank. Appreciate you joining in. Brian Hoover from the great state of Pennsylvania. There's a lot of work to do there. Kevin Frank, and let's give it uh, one more to Ann Smith from um, Montana. Now, I would also like to say... To a very special young man, happy birthday to Carter James. Carter James turned ten years old today, and he is from Texas. And his mom said that he would love to get a shout out, which means he watches the show. And it's always nice when the youngsters can watch the show. It's exactly why I have uh, tailored this show to literally so for everyone. So everybody can watch it from young to old. Yes, I might make fun of people a little bit different than you would uh, say in front of a normal uh, youngster. But hey, you got to learn the ropes the hard way. Happy birthday, Carter. I hope your 10th birthday is absolutely amazing. And tell your mom to take you out for ice cream and to spoil you today uh, because um, there's nothing like a birthday, especially at 10 years old. 10, that's double digits, buddy. You're getting up there. When are you going to run for president? When are you running for president? Huh? Because I'll vote for you, man. If you're watching this show at 10 years old, give me a holler in 25 years, and I'll vote for you. If I'm still around. You know what I mean? Happy birthday, buddy. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, there's just... I, I got some more shout-outs to give here, okay? And and I got some presents in the mail today. I did. And here's one of them right here, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this? Look at that. John 16. Believe. Coffee cup. Coffee cup awesome, awesome coffee cup. I could not wait to put some java into it. I'd like to thank Julie and Roy Sims for such an awesome uh, gift today. I'd also, I have a few people I'd like to shout out here. I'd like to say Rosaria Barbara. Now Rosaria, Barbara or Barbara, I don't really know the right way to pronounce it, but Rosaria follows me on Instagram and she sent me, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. We got our dum-dums. We got our box of dum-dums, and she also sent me Smarties, so we can give a Smartie award, too. So awesome, and thank you very much for the card. It was a really wonderful card. We also got another present today, Jesus Always. I didn't know anything about Jesus Always. This is also from Sarah Young, so I'm extremely excited to get into this, and I'd like to thank um, Deborah Yoakum for this, and I got one more present here. It's like I, I'm like a kid in a candy store when I get these presents. I really, I really am. So, from Carla, or Carla, excuse me, Carla Murphy, she sent me some really nice gifts Armor of God, it looks like little pins, and an and, and American flag uh, uh, pin for, for, my, for, my, for my blazers, and uh, a nice little note to go with it. And I just want to say how extremely humbled and how extremely happy I am ladies and gentlemen, when people send, uh, send such great gifts. Um, Andy said, you're late. No, I was on time. You must just uh, be getting uh, some latency. So I was definitely on time. But thank you, Rosaria. She goes, yay, you got the dum-dums and the smarties. I love you too, and I appreciate everything you guys do for me. We got 1,400 people watching right now. You know the drill. Reach down, hit that little thumbs-up sign. That'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be, that'd be great if you guys to do that for me. It's real quick. You have a thumbs up done. And we get those likes in there because we d- it does gauge uh, stuff on the analytics of the show. And, uh, I like to see the growth of the show. And also if you could just copy the link and share it over to your Facebook pages. It's the only way we're going to break, you know, three, 4,000 viewers at one time. All right. So, uh, let's get right to it guys. We are five minutes in, and it is time to give our love. It is time to give our honor, our attention, our worship, and every bit of our being down to the biological, molecular level to God Almighty in Heaven and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we will be reading, as we do every evening, from Jesus Calling, and then we will go to where that is referenced. And it says, March 8th, year of our Lord, 2021. My promise to be with you always ensures that you never have to face anything alone. The evil ones or the evil one uses three d's to keep you from finding me. Democrats no I'm just kidding distractions, deception, and discouragement. As you resist these tricky tactics and look for me, you will find me. And it references uh, two chronicles fifteen two and it also references matthew twenty eight twenty so two chronicles says, Azariah went out to meet King Asa as he was returning from battle. Listen to me, Asa. Listen, armies of Judah and Benjamin, he shouted. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Isn't I mean, that's pretty simple, right? Just stay with God and God will stay with you. Um, whenever you look for him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Is that not true or is that not true? And then if uh, Matthew twenty eight twenty says, and surely I am with you always till the very end of the age. And before you turn out the light tonight, study and absorb my word for it will be life and protection to you. And uh, just, to, just to let you guys know that uh, during the in-between both shows today, I had a lot of work to do. I decided to take a walk. I decided to go get some fresh air. Take a walk. Get out of the studio, get some fresh air, take a walk. Douglas says hip-hop for president. No, I don't think so. I don't think I want that job. So I decided to take a walk. And I went and I actually saw that my uh, the, uh, one of the pastors, who I'm very close with in my church, and who I ask, he's my go-to guy. You know, since I'm such a relatively new Christian, he's my go-to guy. So he, I saw him down at his studio, because he does a, a channel as well, called A fresh Perspective. Not A Fresh Perspective, but A fresh Perspective. F-R-I-S-C-H. Great guy. Does a channel right here on YouTube. Check it out. Tell him I sent you. And uh, I walked in and I talked to him. And we ended up talking for about two and a half hours. So I didn't, get to, I didn't get to the emails that I wanted to today. So it looks like I'll be having a late work night tonight. And he said something to me that I wanted to bring over to the show. And he's he's actually a pastor that I'm going to have as a host on Saturdays for doing some Christian theology. So... I asked him, I was talking to him about what I've been going through and and how the show has transitioned. You know what he said to me? We were talking about going through rough things and and making sure that we get the truth, because the truth is always good news. And he said to me, he goes, well, imagine this. He goes, imagine how the country felt during World War II. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, fear, definitely fear, uncertainty. The country was in bad shape. People were sent overseas. Loved ones were dying left and right. Nazis were taking over the world. Um, It just was a very... Imagine living in that time. And I said, you know what? You're right. Tom Taylor said, you're late today. No, I'm not. I'm not. I was on time. So it must be how late you're getting the show. So he said, imagine what people must have been going through at that time and what they thought for the future of America. And I said, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And he said, but what came out of that bad time? What came out of that bad time? He said, America prospered and became the leader of the world. He said, so just because we're going through this rough time right now, remember the times that we went through really rough times and we came out of them a lot better. He said, yeah, we're going through a lot of rough times right now and people are trying to change America to their will, to, to, to their agenda. He said, but this country is strong. This country's so strong and it will come out of it. And I said, you know what, man? My viewers need to hear that. I said, God bless you for telling me that. And what a great what a great example for us to look back to. And you got, and just remember, guys, the reason why the, the Dems are trying to erase history and and, and, and tear down statues and, and, and get rid of books is because they know history repeats itself. They know it does. They don't want us to know it repeats itself because that's how we get better. So just if you want a look at the future, if you want a glimpse of the future. Look to the past. All right? Look to the past. So, anyway, folks, we're going to get right into the first and foremost section of today. And today is International Women's Day. Now, let's talk about this for a minute, okay? Because there's a lot of women who watch this channel that say, I find that ridiculous, okay? I find it ridiculous. And there's a lot of women who watch the channel who say, hey, that's great. We're being honored today. Well, let's look at the history. If we want to talk about now or the future... Let's look at the history. Where did Women's Day come from? Where did the International Women's Day come from? Well, it was actually a Russian day. It was actually a day in Russia to honor strong women who helped move the country and who helped move uh, agendas forward. But what happened was, in the 1960s, the feminists got a hold of the day. And that day then got transformed into an Americanized... you know, a holiday, or not a holiday, but a a day to remember. And then it became International Women's Day here. So, the way I look at it is, women are the backbone of so many things of this country. And they are the cradle of life, let's face it, ladies and gentlemen. They're the ones that nurture us all. They nurture men. They nurture strong females. Women should be praised all the time. As children of God. My wife. If it wasn't for my strong wife. Okay. Mother's Day is Women's Day. That's enough. I get you Jen. I get it. I get it. But I'm not opposed to having another day to shout out women. You know who doesn't celebrate International Women's Day? Michelle Obama. She She doesn't celebrate International Women's Day. But. Ladies and gentlemen. um, Any chance that I can shout out my wife. And shout out to strong women like my mother, who 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 have been through so much in life, and who you know you know. It's, let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, we 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 live in a man's world. We always have. That's not me being sexist. We live in a man's world. That's why car dealerships see a woman coming and they try to get over on them. So, you know, it is the way it is. You know, we have it. It is it is what it is. I don't really see it one way or the other. I just love love strong. I love women. I love my little daughters. I love girls. I'm I'm very. I'm very uh, partial. I'm very biased with my daughters, and if you ask my sons. I give them everything they ever want. But one thing we can all agree on, ladies and gentlemen, is that Michelle Obama does not celebrate International Women's Day. <laughs> so moving on. President Trump, back in the NYC. President Trump, back in the Big Apple, ladies and gentlemen. And I guarantee you that the people of New York City were very happy to have President Donald J. Trump come back to his home of New York. And he arrived last night with First Lady uh, Melania Trump and very, very tall, grown-up son of his, Baron Trump. They arrived back in NYC last night and uh, and, and came home to Trump Tower. Um, Now, I know President Trump's primary residence now is in Florida. But he's a New York man. New York misses you, President Trump. I mean, I'm not in New York, I'm in New Hampshire, but we're close. We're close to you. You know we're not far. And if, if it's one thing that New York City needs, it's strong, outgoing businessmen. It is strong, conservative, Christian men. And I just think it's really funny that President Trump decides to come home to NYC when failed murdering, in my opinion governor andrew cuomo is going through everything he's going through and i would be So i I know somebody said he's in town for court i get it i get it i get it but it would be really nice if president trump puts out a statement while he's in the big apple about failed governor andrew cuomo wouldn't that be funny wouldn't that be nice so Nice to have President Trump back up in the Northeast area. And, uh, you know, anytime he can come to any state close to you or the state that you reside in, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? And President Trump is on the move, ladies and gentlemen. He is making waves. He is speaking more. He's immersing himself back into politics. And it's exactly what this party and it's exactly what this country needs. President Trump speaking and putting himself back in the limelight because that's where this country is now folks. President Trump might go somewhere, but Trumpism will never go anywhere. Trump changed this country forever. He changed the political spectrum forever. He changed the international political spectrum forever. He is the new way to look at everything as it as it relates to politics. Face it. That's why they hate him. That's why they want him gone. That's why they don't want anything about you and me around uh, you know voting or anything like that for him because they know how powerful his legacy is. And his legacy is going to outlive him for centuries, for centuries. And see that picture right there behind me with him on Mount Rushmore? That will happen. Mark my words. It might not be in my lifetime, but that will happen. Okay? And speaking of President Trump making waves, another rhino that's on President Trump's target list— Big bullseye on her back. And a place that I never would expect President Donald J. Trump to go visit is Alaska, okay? Lisa Murkowski of Alaska has a big, huge, red target on her back. President Trump put out a statement saying that he will go to Alaska, and I bet the the residents of Alaska are stoked. You know what I mean? All the way in Alaska, President Trump gets to go all the way to Alaska and gets to come see them. Like, that's great. You know what I mean? He is going to go to Alaska and he is going to campaign against rhino Lisa Murkowski. And I am so all over that. I am so happy about that. I see Meredith puts up the big red bullseyes. I see Phoenix Girl puts up clapping hands. I bet you Alask- Alaskans are very, very excited about President Trump coming to see them. Justin Ross said, "Oh hell yeah, we are." All right, buddy. You know what I mean? So and, and and this is a good thing, man. This is a good thing. This is a good thing that he is already this far in I mean this far away from the elections that he's already making a statement and saying, "I'm coming and I'm and I'm targeting you and I'm coming for you." Why do you think people like Roy Blunt said today that he's not going to run again? Why do you think that, uh, that that all these Rhino governors are so afraid he has risen says, bring Sarah Palin back. I don't disagree. I love her. I love her passion for the country. I love it. Uh, Lori, uh, Laura, Lori Crawford says the same thing. Uh, Sarah says, I just want him back in the White House. Good things come to those who wait. Remember, the country had to go through World War II to emerge the best country in the world. So we'll go through this and we'll emerge bigger and better than ever. Remember, the best is yet to come, even though we don't see it yet best is definitely yet to come. Boy, I love this coffee mug. If you guys could do me a big favor, we really need to get this live to over 3,000 live viewers. A lot of people still still have a hard time finding the show. If you could just please copy the link, shoot over to your Facebook pages, because that's where we're going to bring the most people to the water um, and let them know that we're here. Maybe start some watch parties. I would appreciate that. Alright, All right, moving on. John Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, the first... Real dumb, dumb award of the day. We got it in hand. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Injustice, because I will never call him Justice, but Injustice John Roberts gets the very first physical dumb, dumb award of the day today because of what he did. Injustice John Roberts, there you go. You get the first physical dumb, dumb award of the day. Why? Because this corrupt, this crooked, this criminal, this fake, and this, and when I say criminal, you, uh, you guys all know why, why I say criminal, right? You all know why I say criminal. Because of his little Epstein visits and all that? Alright, he voted. He was the only judge in the Supreme Court who voted against freedom of speech for college students. Nine to one. I mean, eight to one, excuse me. Eight to one vote. Eight to one. That means that even the liberal justices voted for freedom of speech for Christian kids in college. So, here's the backstory: These Christian kids in this college were handing out uh, Christian pamphlets. You know, about God, about finding your way to Jesus, and, and, and living the life that God wants us to live right? And the campus security told them they could not hand that stuff out because the campus actually has a rule against handing out what they call religious propaganda. So they went to a designated area on campus to then hand out this Christian material. Well, when they went to the designated area that campus security told them they had to go in order to do that, campus security then came and told them they couldn't do it there either. So, this group of children got some lawyers and with their family, and they sued um, for the right to be able to do this. They lost in the first court, they went to appellate court, lost there, and then they went to Supreme Court and won, eight to one. And the only dirtbag who decided to vote against them, which was basically slapping the Constitution in the face, was dumb-dumb, dumb-dumb Injustice John Roberts. Like I said, even the left voted for these children's right to freedom of speech. What a dirtbag, ladies and gentlemen. Is there a bigger disappointment? Is even Fauci... A bigger disappointment than Justice Injustice John Roberts. I don't think so. I don't think so because Dr. Fauci's been just a just been riding this gravy train his whole life. Injustice John Roberts was supposed to be a conservative judge. Eight to one. Remember that. Dirtbag, dumb dumb award of the day. Alright, moving on. Brother Fredo. <laughs> now you know we can't, ladies and gentlemen. We got <laughs> We're going to give the second Dumb Dumb Award, ladies and gentlemen. The second Dumb Dumb Award goes to Brother Fredo. Chris Cuomo of CNN was speaking with another Dumb Dumb, Don Lemon, Dumb Dumb Lemon, and they were, you know, they're having their back and forth banter. It's like, they're they're like, they're like two college frat boys, you know what I mean, Uh, playing uh no, I won't even say that, but hanging out in their underwear in a college dorm room. That's what they that's what they remind me of. Anyway, they're having their back and forth banter on CNN. Ooh, do, 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 do. I'm a dum-dum. No, I'm a bigger dum-dum. No, I'm a bigger dum-dum. No, I'm a bigger dum-dum. Anyway, in this story, um, Brother Fredo actually says to, I don't know if it's it's to I don't know why he said it, to be honest with you. I don't. Now I get jokes. I'm still all for jokes. I really am. I'm all for people doing, giving, you know, saying jokes and and even being stereotypical jokes. I'm all for it. I'm I'm one of those guys. All right. But Dumb Dumb Fredo says that he's black on the inside. So now, <laughs> this dummy. Now the woke culture, the woke left, is coming after him. Okay Uh, um jody says (laughs) lemon and cuomo are like beavis and butthead (laughs) that they actually are they're like beavis and butthead but now the woke left is coming after him because he's cultural appropriating and this that and the other because he said he was black on the inside first of all and um don lemon and andrew and 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 chris cuomo had had a conversation last year where chris cuomo was um, was sitting there with Don Lemon and Don Lemon says to him I think the biggest risk and the biggest threat to to the world is a white male in 2020. And Chris Cuomo's like, "Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right." <laughs> and then comes on and says to comes on and says, "I'm black on the inside." dum da, dum 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 Boo! You get the second Dum-Dum Award of the Day, Chris Cuomo. Wow. You should know better. You are the king of woke. <laughs> you know what I mean? You are, you are the, the woke master. And uh, here you are saying something like that. Did, did you honestly think that you had a pass? I bet, I, bet you, I bet he thinks he could get right on air and say the N-word too, right? He thinks he's just got a pass. When really, all in all, he's just a saltine American, just like me. (laughs) I'm black on the inside. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. Election integrity, right? So we have all these red states trying to get on top of election integrity now so we don't have to deal with what we dealt with in 2020. You're getting these state legislators actually doing their job, and you're getting them to be on, uh, in the front of all this and, and, and ahead, of, ahead of all this rather than behind, of all, behind all of this, okay? But here's the biggest problem, guys. The biggest problem isn't actually Dominion. That's a big problem. Don't get me wrong. That's a massive problem. The big problem here is mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots. Now, Dominion is right there with it, but they would not have won this election without COVID-19. They wouldn't have. They would not have won the election without COVID-19. They would not have won the election without mail-in ballots. That's the low-hanging fruit, okay? Um, But here's the the problem with the mail-in ballots, is that there's no chain of custody. None. They could come from anywhere, especially with Mark Zuckerberg's $600 million of drop boxes everywhere, and people can just drop them off whenever they feel like it. Now, here's some statistics for you. In Georgia there was roughly 600,000 mail-in ballots. 600,000, okay? Out of that 600,000, 404,000 of them had no chain of custody. 404,000. Now, the difference between winning and losing Georgia was 12,000 ballots. And there was 404,000 in Georgia alone, guys, that had zero chain of custody. You have to have a chain of custody for proof. You have to know where these ballots are coming from. Now, we know that in California, they were all 4 mail-in ballots with no verification. We know they were all 4 mail-in ballots with no chain of custody. But now that there's, you know, enough votes to recall Gavin Newsom, Oh, now the state wants to verify each and every signature. And the reason why they want to verify each and every signature, the same way that Jeff Bezos didn't want his union workers to mail in their ballots, was so that you have proof. It's a weird thing called chain of custody, okay? You need it in order to make sure that the ballots are real. In Georgia, 404,000 of the 600,000 had no chain of custody. So, Get on the horn with your representatives and your senators and everybody that's involved in the election in your state and demand chain of custody, which would mean that no mail-in ballots without verification, shouldn't be any mail-in ballots anyway unless you can prove that you need it for a reason, voter identification. You get those things, Dominion can't even beat you, okay, because it'd be too much fraud in one area. Now, would anything be done about it in the, in the world that we live in? I don't know. But I'm trying to affect the things. I'm trying to change the things that we can. I'm trying to change the things that we can change. Call, call, call. The left stands outside these people's houses with megaphones and just blah, 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 and just uh, literally regurgitates CNN propaganda all night long. Okay, And until we can start figuring out our own way of accountability... And 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 basically letting these people know that if you don't, you better do this, or else you're going to face this everywhere you go. That's when we make a change. So I'm not suggesting, as I as as I said earlier, I'm not suggesting that we drop ourselves to their level. What I'm what I'm suggesting is we find our own way of holding these people accountable. And if you do what Maxine Waters says and get in their face when they're at the gas station, not maybe that far, but you get what I'm saying, right? So. I just wanted to let you know that out of the 600,000 mail-in ballots in Georgia, 404,000 of them are found to not have any chain of custody, meaning that nobody knows where they came from. That's bad. That's bad news bears. And we can't have that again in 2022 or 2024. Now, Linda says as well, 432,000 votes were removed from Trump in Pennsylvania. That's true as well. Sidney Powell put that out today on her parlor and on her Telegram. Go check out Sydney Powell's Telegram or her parlor and you'll read that story too. 432,000 votes were removed from President Trump. We all know this, guys. And we all know Dominion has to go. You're not, we're not, I'm not telling you anything new. But the more we say it, the more it lights a fire. And the more we light fires, the more we get involved and we take the power back. Okay? I do want to give a big shout out to Burger King today. <laughs> Burger King is a PR genius. What they did today is PR genius. Do you want to know why? Because the way they put out this tweet or this statement, and then the tweets or the statements to follow it, was PR genius. I don't care what you think of it. It was PR genius. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me tell you. Burger King puts out a tweet today. And it says this. Women belong in the kitchen. Now, when you first hear that, you go, oh, why would they say that? Why would they say that? They're, they're pretty much putting themselves into a corner here, and they're going to go bankrupt. But this is where they get the smarty Award of the day today. Burger King, you get the smarty Award of the day today because of what they did was so genius. They first said, women belong in the kitchen. Then they followed it up with a separate statement and a separate tweet right after that that said only 30 or 40% of the people that work in the kitchen in Burger King are women. And we need to open up more positions for women to have more exclusivity. To be more, I mean, more inclusive. More inclusivity, I mean. More diverse. So it was genius what they did because they got the woke left freaking out When they said, women belong in the kitchen. And then, as soon as they said that, they came out with another statement that basically fell into the left's narrative. And it was, you know what they did? They got everybody in the world talking about them today. So whether it was a good save, whether it was a kick save, or whether they meant to do it, it was a PR genius because they got the world talking about them today. And in the end, they're not at fault for anyone. So Burger King... You get the smarty award of the day. Very, 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 very smart move on your part. And if it was an accident, very smart move regardless. Women belong in the kitchen. Ah! Because we need to open up more more positions and to be more inclusive. (laughs) Ah! We don't know what to do. Pull our hair or put a thumbs up. Ah! Can you imagine being a woke liberal today? Can you imagine that? You're ripping your hair out with your right hand, but you're putting a thumbs up with your left hand. Ah, You're definitely not doing the okay symbol, because that's racist. So you go, ah, you don't know what to do. (laughs) Great move. Great move by Burger King today. And you know what? Let's just have a sense of humor, shall we? Shall we? Have you ever ever tried to end my cooking? My cooking is terrible. I can make toast. I can make macaroni and cheese, and on a good day, I might be able to make some shepherd's pie. But if you ate my cooking, you would understand why my wife belongs in that kitchen far more than I do. Okay? My wife can cook. My wife can cook, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So, anyway, great move. Um, I do want to touch quickly on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Okay? And the reason why I want to touch on this and their interview with Oprah is to say simply this. No... Buddy cares. Uh, you are two spoiled, entitled brats. You are literally the embodiment. I don't care how mixed Markle is. You are the embodiment of white privilege. You are exactly what the woke calls white privilege. And here's the thing. In America, we don't care. We could give a rat's you-know-what about you or your royal family or your monarchy or your rules or your laws or your, um, or your feelings or, or, your, or how it felt being there and this, that, and the other. And, oh, it's just such a terrible life. Oh, we're the richest people ever. We could do whatever we want. Nobody gives a crap about Meghan Markle and Princess Harry. Okay, I don't care. I'm sure you don't care. They're spoiled entitled brats. And the last thing I want to do is have any other conversation outside of what I just said that they're spoiled brats and nobody cares. Okay? She's definitely no Diana. You're right, Donna. She is definitely no Diana. Moving on, because that's not a worthy story to talk about. I want to shout another uh, I want to give another sh- shout out and a smarty award another smarty award, guys, to the CEO and the president of Greyhound Buses. Why? Because the CEO and the president of Greyhound Buses has found themselves in a very, very sticky situation. He is stuck between a rock and a hard place. Why? Because the administration is basically putting all of these illegal immigrants that are coming over the border on buses and sending them all over the country so that they can sit there and wait until they come back to court, like that's ever going to happen. Unfortunately, the main source of their transportation happens to be Greyhound buses. Well, the CEO and the president of Greyhound buses says, no, 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 no. You are not going to put illegal immigrants who are most likely COVID positive, tuberculosis positive, uh, bubonic plague positive, you're not going to put them on my bus on my company's buses, and send them all over the United States and put the people who buy tickets to ride my buses at risk, okay? So, here's what we're going to do. He wrote a letter to the uh, Homeland Security, um, Alejandro Meacoros, whatever his name is, Meacoros, Alejandro Meacoros, saying he wants any illegal immigrant, number one, no illegal immigrant should be getting on a bus, period. They're illegal, they should be leaving. I wouldn't even let them on the bus. If you can stop a cake maker, if you can make a cake maker make cakes to a gay couple, then you can definitely enforce the law and say that you can't get on this bus and drive and go anywhere. However, I'll take my wins when I can get them. He said, unless I'm not gonna put any illegal immigrant on my bus unless they can show a negative COVID 19 test. And since the administration wants to just ship them everywhere, Meanwhile, you're locking down the entire country and telling people they can't go back to work or school, but you're shipping COVID-positive people everywhere for free on the taxpayer's dime. That man gets a smarty candy award today. Because that was a smart move, and I hope they take it even further and say, you're not even getting on the bus, period. Shout out to Greyhound. All right. Uh, Two bills. Uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was kind enough to tell us about two bills today that we need to make sure that we're calling our representatives about. Are you ready for and they and they pertain to gun control. And they are this, HR8. 8. HR8 8 is a national gun registration bill. A national gun registration bill. And if that passes, it will lead to gun confiscation, ladies and gentlemen. It will definitely lead to gun confiscation. All right? So HR8. Make sure you write that down. And actually, make sure you get a pen or a pencil right now because I'm going to give you some things that you're going to want to know. All right? Um, Marita says, I'll be a felon. <laughs> I get you. I get you, girl. Somebody said, what's on your new cup? Uh, John 316. It was sent to me by uh, somebody, which is a great present to get. And it says... John 6 uh, John 3:16 whoever believes in him shall not perish. Awesome cup. Hats and cups. That's my those are those are the things that I collect. All right. So HR8, National Gun Registry Bill, make sure you're calling your folks and make sure that uh, your representatives and make sure you tell them vote no on HR8. The next bill, ready to write this down? HR 1446 that is one 14 Four, six. It allows D.C. bureaucrats to stop you from buying a firearm indefinitely. Meaning if they call you a terrorist because if you were in the capital uh, region on January 6th, or if they call you a reality denialist terrorist because you deny the fact that, that, that uh, the, the the narrative that Joe Biden actually won the election, then they can literally stop you from buying a firearm indefinitely so the two bills h.r. 8 and h.r. 1446 buy your guns now folks buy your guns now like ted cruz's mask says vicky Vale, come take it exactly call your senators call your congress people call them now buy your guns now buy your ammo now tell your local gun store that the hip-hop patriot sent you maybe i'll maybe uh Maybe I'll get a discount next time I buy something at their store. So remember, HRA HR1446. Knowledge is power. The more you know. All right? Here's another one, guys. I'm going to give you a phone number. And you need to call this phone number. 1-602-542-5205. I will repeat that one more time. one 1- 602 542 5205 Thank you uh W Trevillian for putting that in the comments. What this is is the number to the Arizona Attorney General's office. What happened here? A 75-year-old man by the name of Earl found tons of shredded ballots in the dumpster outside the Maricopa County Election warehouse he retrieved those shredded ballots and were among the many of them that were put back together for us to even know that they were 2020 election ballots i do not know earl's last name i do know he's 75 years old more than likely the ag wants uh, so so what what's happening here is that he found these ballots outside the maricopa county election warehouse and now the attorney general in arizona is trying to arrest him and I I guarantee you that that dumpster was not on public property and it was still on what they call private property, which still shouldn't matter because it's Arizona Maricopa County election warehouse. That means it belongs to the people. So it should not ever ever be filed under a private property. I don't know what the charges are, but the AG is trying to trump up some charges on him. So make sure you call the Arizona Attorney General's office at 602-542-5205 today and all day tomorrow until he says that he won't and make sure that he does not file charges against this 75-year-old man who was just doing the duty of the public. That is public information. They're not supposed to be shredding ballots. Those ballots are supposed to be held for two years. They're supposed to be filed away and archived for two years. So, the Attorney General for Arizona, you got some phone calls coming your way. And I guarantee you, you're not going to be happy about them. So, if you live in Arizona, even if you don't live in Arizona, flood that um, Phone line. I know there'll probably be 20,000 people who watch this video over the next day. If you are one of those 20,000, make sure that you flood that phone line. Again, 602 542 5205. Also, there's over 3,000 people watching. Make sure you click that like button because we only have about 1,300 likes. Also, we hit a million views here on YouTube over the weekend. That is a big accomplishment that all of you guys are responsible for. I left uh, I got evicted from Facebook and we and it didn't take us long to rebuild. So just know this, if you're watching this video now or if you're watching it later, the one-stop shop for everything if you lose me again is my website, Jeremy Harrell, H E R R E L L. Dot com because if something happens, I will always have it ready to flip the switch and all you got to do is go there and you know that big thing that pops up that says watch Jeremy Harrell now? It will bring you to wherever I'm doing my lives if something happens again. Remember, jeremyharrell.com. That's also where you can become a monthly donor, which helps because this is entirely viewer funded. This is my job. Also, if you buy something from the store, it helps as well. And sign up for the newsletter so you get Constant emails from me every morning with the word, with some prayer. And if I just need to tell you something very important, you will get it. This Friday, ladies and gentlemen, I will have a fill-in. Will Johnson from Unite America First will be filling in for me this Friday, Friday evening. I will be on, Monday, on Friday's 11 o'clock show, but I will not be on Friday's 5 o'clock show. Will Johnson will be... Uh, filling in for me. I'd like to thank um, Katie. She says, I'm a monthly donor. And Elizabeth for saying, I made a donation today. God bless you. Thank you very much. Again, this Friday, I will have a fill-in. Will Johnson, and he's a great guy, great friend of mine. You'll love him. If you don't know who he is, check him out under Unite America First right here on YouTube, and check him out on his website as well. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. There are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America and I will be trying to catch up as much as I can on emails tonight since I got to work late now. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the gifts. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for the support. I'm so humbled. God bless you. See you tomorrow at 11 a.m.